The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yeah, this is uh, the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 196. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, I'm Red Neckerton. I'm sitting in for Mr. Nelson. Because, well, a while back, he uh, broke one of his toes, and he was getting by all right, and he thought, hey, uh, it's healed up enough. So he spent the whole day on his feet, and guess what? It wasn't through healing. Now it's all stirred up and mad at him, so he's, uh, he's laid up and taking it easy. So I said, hell, I'll fill in. And uh, so me and left ear here. Yeah. Um, yeah what, what the hell is the matter with you? That tongue's swollen. What? Your tongue's swollen? What What the hell have you got in your mouth? It has a tongue pit. What? And it got a little sick. It's a little swollen. It's so Oh, God, Dan, now why would you go and do that? You shoved metal into your own tongue. You don't need metal in your mouth like that. You don't understand fashion and style. And that's what I do. I understand the things and I just thought I'd try it out to commemorate my I don't understand any of that. I, I think you're saying you're stylish or some such. Yeah. Hell, Lefty, they've been sticking that crap in tongue since I was 19 years old. Hey, that ain't stylish. That's old hat. No. It was stupid then, and it's stupid now. God damn. Plum stupid. But no, you're stupid. Let's look on the bright side. What? You can't give no commentary. No. Let's hope that infection takes hold and you gotta lose your whole tongue. No, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Could this happen? Yeah, Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hell, maybe I don't know. Maybe. Uh, well, anyway... Uh, well, uh, what Doug had prepared for y'all is, uh, another, uh, story that he recorded. This is, uh, some of that, uh, what is this? Uh, oh, yeah, night, night, oh, God. Uh, he took an episode and, uh, thought it'd be appropriate for, uh, all our Halloween-themed stuff. And, uh, cause he goes up against, uh, a supervillain. Called Boogeyman. Now, wait a minute. What? How could this have anything to do with Halloween? What? That's not, that's not Halloween. Uh, oh, Halloween? Well, yeah, it has everything to do with Halloween. I mean, uh, he's going to fight the Boogeyman. I mean, no. you don't get no more Halloween it's than that. Anyway, this is from, yeah, cobbled together from some old story <laughs> did a while back, and it was part of a larger story or some shit. I don't know. Oh, that, that, Anyway, that, that, he re edited it to fit like this. He did it for. What's this, a video? Yeah, he's got uh, a video channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got that video channel yeah. on YouTube and yeah. uh, BitChute. Huh? And he does that Sunday comic show. Every Sunday, oh, yeah. uh, read some shitty old comic oh, book. Oh, that, that's good. commentary that, on it that, or that, some that, crap that. like that. I don't know. And then sometimes he puts together his own superhero stories that he does here for you all. And uh, he puts it there with some picture. 
for you well, to look at. Yeah, what's the point? And so if you're interested in that, yeah, you can check that really. out every Sunday. There'll be a new one. Nope. Just do something like that. Anyway, here we go with uh, Night Night uh, <laughs> versus uh, Boogeyman. Kanye. Oh, <laughs> hell no, Lefty. I <laughs> will no longer tolerate <laughs> that onslaught of racist attacks what? against Kanye West from the Democrats. <laughs> I will not stand for it, nor will I participate. No, sir. No, sir. Well, there you go. That's our commentary on the week's events. Now enjoy Night Night versus Boogeyman. Meanwhile, across town, evil is still brewing. At the Family Jewels Jewelry Store, the clerk is about to lock up when... What the hell? What? Suddenly, the clerk is overcome by a sudden sensation of pure panic as gas bombs continue to be thrown through the store window. And the source of said gas bombs is none other than the Boogeyman and his gang. Damn, boss. Tossing gas bombs is fun. <laughs> yes, well, that's enough, Tiny. He's succumbing to my fear, Toxin. Now, quickly, Tiny. You and the others fill your bags with the jewels. Okay, boss. <coughs> Shut up. <laughs> Look at him squirm. <laughs> Pearls to the boss. Yes, take everything and hurry. Damn, boss. Just how scared is this guy gonna get? If only we had the time to stay and observe just how scared this little pisshead could get. There's the answer. You scared the shit out of him. Yes, well, <coughs> the fear toxin does have its drawbacks. <laughs> His guts are coming out. Let's get that out of here. And now it's time for City City News with your anchor, Wiener Wanker, and co-anchor, Sally Sue. Buddy with sports, and Sparky with the weather. And now, here's Wiener. Hello? I'm Wiener One Care. A man was found dead today. <laughs> We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. <clears throat> A Cityopolis jewelry store clerk was found dead today. I'm Wanir Wankir. And I'm Sally Sue. Wiener, the medical examiner's autopsy report found that the deceased died from excessive defecation. Sally... Do you mean to say he pooped himself to death? That's right, Wiener. 
Earlier, our man in the field holding cocks was able to interview a man who had discovered the body. We must warn you, the language in this report is very strong. Ah, uh, sir, I understand that you were the first to see the body. Yeah, I walked into the jewelry store and found him laying in a pile of shit. Well, uh, uh, in your best judgment, what do you think happened to him? Uh, I think he shit himself to death. Uh, well, uh, this is Holden Cox, City City News. Thanks, Holden. Further details of the autopsy report revealed trace amounts of the fear toxin commonly used by infamous supervillain, the Boogeyman. Sally? Wiener, a new study shows some Americans hang out at Walmart when they're feeling overweight so that they can feel attractive by comparison to the typical morbidly obese Walmart shopper. Damn it, Smedley. Why didn't the commissioner inform me of the return of Boogeyman? Because he figured your involvement would only make it worse and probably get people killed. People are already getting killed, Smedley. Without any help from me. No, clearly I am needed. I need to be out there to put a stop to that madman. Where the hell is Dick? Dick! Dick! Here I am, Night Night! Dick, we need to... Wait a minute. Damn it, Dick! Don't call me Night Night! When I'm in my everyday guise of liar, rich man. Otherwise, people will put two and two together. Ain't nobody around. Shut up! You never know when there might be visitors here, boo-boo. No, 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 shut up, shut up. I don't want to talk about this anymore. We need to become Night Night and Boo Boo because the Boogeyman is back in town again. Night's Lair. Oh, boy. And in the Night's Lair. I've managed to hack into the NSA's computer so that we can search for possible locations of the Boogeyman's current headquarters. But Night Night, that sounds illegal. Not for superheroes, which, of course, I am one. Every time you do something wrong, you got an excuse. When I do something wrong, it's just wrong. Yeah, like what, Boobo? What? What is it that you do? Well, uh, like the time I borrowed the Rolls Royce without telling you. That's hardly a comparison to the Night Crusade, Boobo. Well, that was for the Boobo Crusade. No! It was part of the little dick crusade in a vain attempt to impress your shitty little friends who already know what a pathetic little worm you are. Ah, shut up. Now, let's see what this program has come up with. Hmm. According to this printout, these locations are all possible hideouts for Boogeyman. Oh, damn, there must be a hundred of them on there. I have a system, Bobo. That will decipher. Yeah, I know you, system. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Gadget, shut up, Blue Smedley might hear you. This never stopped you before. Shut up. Uh, get your ass in the car. Yeah, yeah everything I do is wrong. Damn it, Blue Bull. Quit your bitching. Jeez. <laughs> now, let's see. Um, 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 okay. Eeny, meeny, miny, there, that'll do. And so our heroes patrol the streets in search of Boogeyman. <sighs> Bubo, turn that shit down. Hey, night, night. I just heard a report about a riot at the mall. A bunch of people just started panicking like crazy. Must be the Boogeyman. No, Bubo. It's probably just a bunch of idiots on acid or something. The mall isn't even on the list of possible locales. Don't get distracted by media hype. Stick to the system. My system. 
And so our mass marvels stake out an abandoned warehouse that Night-Night suspects of being the Boogeyman's hideout. This is stupid, Night-Night. He ain't gonna show up. Patience, Bobo. That is a necessary trait of a true detective. Otherwise, you miss important details. You're missing the important detail of him not being here. Bubo, your constant mockery of me damages the effectiveness of our team. You're damaging the case by wasting time sitting in the wrong place. Damn it! That has nothing to do with my point about teamwork. You're changing the subject. No, you are. Your destructing nonsense has cost us precious time. We're clearly in the wrong place, you idiot. And so, Night-Night and Bubo drive off to yet another possible boogeyman hideout. But on the way, they run into a crazy mob pouring out of the mall. What the hell? Hey! Get out of the streets, you assholes! Night-Night, that's the people the radio was talking about. No, Bubo. These are just more sacks of shit with a problem with my superior intellect. Meanwhile, inside the mall... Look, boss, it's night-night. The fool, he doesn't even seem to know we're here. Well, in the meantime, we should make an excellent distraction for the police as we make good our escape. Later, after spending hours searching empty warehouses, the masked marvels finally return home. Night-night. You're finally home. How come y'all didn't stop the boogeyman? What are you talking about, Smedley? We never even saw the boogeyman all night. Oh, man. He attacked them all. It was on the news. I saw them people freaking out, but the night cruiser just passed on by. I told you, night-night. Nah, how's up, Bobo? You didn't tell me shit. You merely suspected. And suspicion alone is not enough. You need cold, hard facts. You call that stupid list of warehouses facts? Don't doubt my system, Bubo. It can't go wrong. Well, it did tonight. No, Bubo. It's possible. Boogeyman was using some of those buildings, but had left before we got there. He's too smart to stay in one place for long. But, Mr. Lyle, them screaming people. I mean, that's got Boogeyman written all over it. You could have had him right there. Shut up, Smedley. You're denouncing me in front of the boy. Boy? He's 23. Yeah. Well, look, get back to the club and leave the crime fighting to me. All right, Bubo. Let's look at what happened here. Somehow, some way, Boogeyman managed to dupe us. He duped you, not me. If you had listened... If I had listened to you, we would have uh, drained the car battery listening to the radio. But you know what? Where do you think the boogeyman is, Bubo? Come on, smarty pants. Where is he? Well, I, I... I don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Pfft, idiot. Now, I think it's time we paid a little visit to our old friend Whitman and ask him why he didn't bother to inform me of boogeyman's current crime wave. Also, I may need to remind him of the evidence I have of his infidelity. That'll go to his wife doesn't cooperate. Manene, that's wrong! He's the commissioner of the police department! Boo-boo, how many times must I remind you that the night-night crusade is paramount? If I didn't blackmail Wetman, he'd have the entire city police force after us, you idiot. Besides, if he was the fine, upstanding man you seem to think he is, he wouldn't have cheated on his wife. Now let's go! 
And at Commissioner Wetwin's office. Sarah, hold calls and visits. I need to concentrate on this boogeyman case. Yes, sir. <sighs> what a mess. At least four dead from heart attacks thanks to the boogeyman's fear gas. Well, thank God Night Night just drove on by. The last thing we need is that idiot barging in on this. Meanwhile, a block away. What are we stopping here for? Wetwin's office is a block away. Well, clearly our relationship with Wetwin has become rather volatile. I can't trust him to give us any information up front, so we need to employ a little espionage. I used to just bug his office, but he'd always find them. Ah, hush up! Now, here's the plan. We're going to climb this building, then cross over and access Wetwin's office through his office skylight. Oh, whoops! Went right into the window of that room and hooked to the ceiling. Hey, oh, well. Who the hell shot this shit through my window? Uh-oh. Quick, Gubo. Shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. Ah! Tagged him, night-night. Huh, but he's kind of hanging out of his window. Well, we better push him back inside when we get up there. No, he'll be all right, Bobo. Let's go. And so our heroes do indeed scale the wall and then hop over to City Hall and then reach the skylight overlooking Wet One's office. Okay, Bobo, here's the deal. I'm going to use my high-powered mic to listen in on Wet One's conversation while you use your camera to zoom in on any paperwork Wet One or other officers might be reading. Got that? Okay, Night-Night. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> Careful, Bobo. We don't want to occupy too much of the same space on this skylight. What do you mean? Well, our combined weight could break through the glass. And, well, I've noticed you've been packing away quite a few Twinkies here lately. Shit! All right, like I'm the fat one. Yeah, look at that gut. Wait, what's that noise? Oh, no, it's breaking. What? Oh, no! What the hell? Night-Night and Bubo? Oh, damn it, Commissioner. That filing cabinet collided with me. I could have been seriously injured. What the hell are you doing, Night-Night? You, you, you bastard! Hey! Don't take that tone of voice with me. Sir, what's going on in here? You all right? Yeah, just just wait outside. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this, this whatever it is. Uh, okay, sir. All right, Night-Night, what is this all about? We need information. I was just going to clandestinely monitor your office, but damn it, Night-Night, spying on me is illegal. You know, I found another crescent-shaped bug the other day, none of which would be necessary if you'd only cooperate. Come on, Commissioner. You know that I am the solution to this boogeyman case. Oh, yeah? You had a shot at catching him yesterday. Explain that. Well, with a uh, panic erupting, I thought it was wise to err on the side of caution out of concern for public safety. But Really? You, you finally took the civilian population into account? No! I told him it was the boogeyman. No, no. Shut up, Rubo. Yeah, just as I suspected. Another dumbass move. Listen, I don't want you anywhere near this case, Night-Night. Boogeyman's too dangerous. Yeah, Commissioner. We spent the whole day Bubo. hanging around warehouses. But I told him about the panic at the mall, but he refused to believe wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. What's mean, this? I figured it out well on the boogeyman. He did. Yeah, Bubo, I don't care. Now, why don't you just get your little ass out of here? God. Bubo, the commissioner is a busy man, so leave him alone. Let's go. We'll take your advice, wet one, and stay out of this case until you say otherwise. What? Wait a minute. What's that stuff in the back of your night-night panties? I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, Bubo. Hey! 
That looks like one of my files. Stop right there, night night. Quick, Bobo, out this window. Whoa! <laughs> Damn, we nearly busted our asses. Never mind that, Bobo. To the night. Oh shit, I forgot. The night cruiser is a block away, and we're gonna have to run for it. Okay, let's go. Come on, night night. Hurry up! Come on, night night. <laughs> Wait! Damn you! Damn you, Bobo! You wait up for me! Don't you take off like that! What the hell? Who's this idiot? Hey, that's that guy I tagged earlier with the 99 dart. What? No, he must be a crazy jumper. No, remember? He was hanging outside his window while we climbed up his building's wall. Uh. No, no, oh shit, let's get, let's get what? going. He's waking up. What happened? Huh? Let's hey. go, Bobo. Night night! Hey! Come back here, you assholes! I'm gonna sue you! Yeah, get in line, pal. The nerve of that guy. It's just dumb luck he landed on this when he stupidly fell out of his window. Otherwise, he could have busted his ass. But it's our fault for putting him in that situation. No, you mean it's your fault. You're the one who put a tranquilizer dart in him. But you told me to! No, boo. <laughs> Well, what do we do now, Night Night? Well, from this file I managed to get from Wetman's office, we can now find property that belongs to Professor Shitsless. That's where we'll go next. Well, who the hell is Professor Shitsless? Damn it, Bumo! That's Boogeyman's real name. Well, I just, I just thought he was always Boogeyman. <laughs> Bubo, come on! Is your name really Bubo? No. Damn it! God. When we get through with this case. You need to go back to the night's lair and get on the night computer and study up on the files of our rogues gallery. No! I don't want to do that! Well, you need to. Meanwhile, at the Boogeyman's hideout... Yes, Tiny. Now I have a tank containing several tons of my fear toxin, ready to be released on the entire city. <laughs> but, boss... You wasted all of our loot on more of this chemical shit. You fool. I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this for the pursuit of my experiments in fear. You gotta be shitting me, right? I shit you not. I... Wait. What's that noise? And at that moment, the night cruiser smashes through the wall of Boogeyman's hideout. Yeehaw, night night. He crashed right into Boogeyman's house. Yeah, no shit, Bubo. It's all over, Boogeyman. Give it up. Curse you, Night Knight. You, you. Oh, oh no. Do, do you realize what you've done? Yes, I've captured you. That's what. No, you idiot. Your ridiculous night car just smashed open my giant tank of fear gas, and, and we're we're all breathing it in. We're all going to freak out. What? Oh no. Bubo, quick. Get gas masks! Bubo! Bubo, what are you doing? Get back here, you little... And so, Night Night, Bubo, and the Boogeyman gang succumb to the effects of Boogeyman's fear gas and run out into the streets, screaming in sheer panic. As they do, onlookers react to this bizarre scene. <laughs> 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 <la
<laughs> but then the fear toxin reaches the crowd as well. <laughs> but unbeknownst to Night Knight, the police had a SWAT team about to charge in on Boogeyman when Night Knight crashed in, releasing the fear gas, which now reaches said SWAT team. Uh, shit. The police are gonna kill us, Night Knight! Must get inside Night Cruiser! Uh, here we go. Take this anti fear toxin Night Knight capsule! I can't swallow pills! Don't argue with me, dammit! Jump it down! <laughs> oh, yeah. Now let's haul ass! <laughs> shit tastes nasty! Get out of the way, you piss ants! Watch out where you're going, dumbass! And so, our masked marvels escape the chaos of screams and bullets. But little do they know, they have an uninvited guest hiding in the backseat of the night cruiser. <coughs> What's the matter, Bobo? <coughs> Those pills! <coughs> they were chalky, and they burned my throat. I need water! We'll get water at the night's lair. <coughs> no, I need water now! Oh... Oh, I think I'm gonna throw up. Not in here, you're not. Uh, okay, I'll throw up in the back seat. What? No! <laughs> Damn you, Boo Boo! <laughs> what? Oh no! It's the Boogeyman! What? What are you doing here, Boogeyman? And how come the fear toxin is no longer affecting you? Because, Night Night, I too have an antidote. Now pull over! I'm taking over this car. <laughs> what makes you think I'll do that? This gun pointed at your ass. What? Oh no! Damn, Night Night, why'd you do that? Shut up, Boobo. Shut up, the both of you. I still have the gun. Oh shit! Yes, that car crash move was a waste of time, Night Night. No matter how bold it was. What? Alright. I mean, yes. I'll stop at nothing to stop you, Boogeyman. The bullets in this gun say otherwise. Now, Bubo, hand over your utility belt and weapon satchel. Uh, okay. And now you, Night Knight, hand over your utility belt. Um, uh, come on, dammit! I don't have all D! Uh, look, listen, uh, I'll just empty out all the compartments and, uh, give you my weapons and equipment. Uh, that way I can keep the belt on. What? Quit playing around, Night Knight, and give me the belt! Uh, all right, all right. There you go. There, now I... Good lord! Night-night, you've really let yourself go. I mean, just look at that gut. Hey, come on. That's always been there. Shut up, Bubo. Pathetic, Night-night. A man like you shouldn't be caught dead in tights. But that's exactly what's going to happen. What? Both of you, get down on your knees. What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to kill the both of you. Stop your whimpering. <laughs> Even without fear toxin, I can instill fear into the masked marvels of Cityopolis. <laughs> Listen, Boogeyman, you, you, you don't have to do this. We, we, we won't tell anyone that you got away. We'll just, we'll just forget the whole thing. <laughs> no deals, Night Night. Now watch as I blow Boobo's fruity head off his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah, it's all over my gun. Uh, quick, Bobo. Get his gun. Damn it. Damn it. Lost my gun down that drain. Well, I'm still more than a match for you two freaks. We'll see about that. Get him, Bobo. I'm too sick to fight night night. No, blow. No, 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 no. Well, so much for your hand-to-hand -hand combat skills, night night. No, this can't be the end. Seems that tender night belly provided me with a rather large target. <laughs> he means you're fat, night night. Shut up, fool! How could I have ever thought that a weak and flabby sack of shit like you could ever be a true opponent for the Boogeyman? Well, you forget one thing, Boogeyman. What's that? That we're on the side of a busy highway. And so I need only kick you into the oncoming traffic! What? Ah! I think you hit somebody! Oh, shit! Relax, citizens. That was just a silly prop for, um, a uh, costume party. You too can be on your way. Oh. Well, all right. Great grease guts, Night-Night. They must have broke every bone in Boogeyman's body. Serves him right, Bobo. Let's go. Night-Night, aren't we going to pull Boogeyman out of that ditch? Do I look like the sanitation department? Screw him. Let's all ass. Later at the Night's Lair, Night-Night watches the news. And still no word on the whereabouts of supervillain Boogeyman, whom police hold completely responsible for the worst massacre in Cityopolis history. That's the news. I'm Wanir One Care. Good night. Switch the Power Rangers. No, damn it, I'm watching the news. News is over. I don't give a shit. I'll be damned if I have to sit through that mockery of superheroism. But wait a minute. The police still haven't found Boogie Man? Haven't uh, found him? Uh, hmm, well... He can still be in that ditch. Ditch? By now, he can be getting eaten alive by ants night-night. Well... A fitting end for his kind, Bubo. Thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night. This has been a Nails In production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Here's the movie that inspired Night of the Living Dead, The Last Man on Earth. Vincent Price stars as the only uninfected man from a plague that has turned humanity into a race of undead vampires. Well, they don't drink blood, they don't turn into bats, sunlight bothers them but doesn't kill them, and they have reflections but they don't like looking at them. But hey, they do come back from the dead so there's that. Anyway, despite being slow, clumsy, and mostly harmless, Price finds them annoying enough to kill them. After a day of killing, he goes home, gets drunk while watching home movies, and cries himself asleep to jazz records. Also, as a bonus to this deal, you get Chapter 1 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Flash tries to stop mean spaceships from pissing all over the Earth. 
This film, like many of the films in my store, includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and start watching films with me. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, Nelson. It's just that simple. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. All right, I'll be right there with you. I'll be shutting things down. I'll be right there. What the hell's going on? God damn. Oh, my God. There, he was gotcha. Yeah, no, no. God damn. What the Daryl? Daryl, that you? What's going on, Daryl? Yeah, uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. You got what? The ghost, uh, a demon, something. What? I got him. Oh God! What did you do? Now, I, I, I was watching that uh, horror movie marathon, <laughs> and uh, when I went to bed, uh, of course, you know, them movies uh, they get me all psyched up and stuff, and so every little noise, you know, can uh, it scares me. And and when I, when I saw them glowing eyes. And I felt something touch my toe on the bed. I, 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 I lost it, you know. I, of course, I, I went straight for the gun. God damn it, Daryl. You shoot a hole in my floor? <laughs> well, it, it, that's where it went under the bed. Oh, my God. Mittens. Huh? <laughs> I raised mittens since he was a kid. <laughs> damn it. Daryl should have known better. What else could it have been? There was mittens all over the floor under Daryl's bed. Oh, God. Yeah, once again, Daryl proves himself to be an idiot. But on the other hand, I never did approve of having mittens in the house. Animals belong outside. And if I'd been listened to, mittens probably be alive today. But what do I know? I just earn all the money that uh, pays the bills to keep this home going. But, gee, why should I have a say in any of that? I can't deal with you right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I really hate it when they fight. Uh, and sometimes it makes me feel like, you know, somehow uh, this is all my fault. That's next time on My Brother's Keeper. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. A couple checks into a hotel and have to put up with a foul odor in their room all night. They call the staff to complain and somebody figures out the stench is coming from the bed. The staff take off the mattress and discover the couple has been sleeping over the rotting body of a dead girl who has been stuffed in the buck spring. Yes, a popular urban legend. So creepy it can't possibly be true. Well, unfortunately, I've got bad news for you. Not only is it true, it's happened several times. 
On July 10th, 2003, a man checked into the Capri Motel just east of downtown Kansas City and began complaining about a foul odor in his room. Management told him nothing could be done about the problem and he spent three nights in his room before checking out because he could no longer stand the smell. When the cleaning staff came in to make up the room on July 13th, they lifted the mattress and underneath found a man's body in an advanced stage of decomposition. On June 10, 1999, the rapidly decomposing remains of 64-year-old Saul Hernandez were discovered inside the bed in room 112 at the Burgundy Motor Inn in Atlantic City, New Jersey. A German couple had spent the night sleeping over Hernandez's remains, and it was their complaint to the manager about the smell in the room which led to the discovery of the corpse. In July 1996, a woman's body was found under a mattress in the Colorado Boulevard Travel Lodge in Pasadena, California. Apparently, the motel staff discovered her ten days after her demise, and only after guests had complained for several days of a foul odor coming from the room. In August 1994, in Fort Lauderdale, Hotel staff discovered the body of 47-year-old Brian Gregory tucked under a platform bed. Though the staff had themselves noticed the strange smell for days, they only set about looking for its source after a German couple spent the night in the room and afterwards complained about the odor. Jeez, <laughs> good help's hard to find, isn't it? In March 1994, the body of 24-year-old Josefina Martinez was found underneath a bed at the Traveler's Hotel near Miami International Airport. Again, the discovery was prompted by an aggrieved German tourist huh, upset about a foul odor in his room. Well, of course, Florida would have two cases. In Virginia, 1989, Jerry Lee Dunbar disposed of the remains of his two victims this way. 27-year-old Deidre Smith, who was discovered in May under the floor of a motel room on Route 1, and 29-year-old Marilyn Graham, who turned up in June under a bed in Alexandria Connell Lodge. In Smith's case, the killer first kept her body partially hidden under the bed for two days, then subsequently placed it in the crawl space under the carpet floor. Her presence seemingly didn't bother him because he didn't move out of that room until three or four weeks later. Both girls' bodies were eventually found, yes, you guessed it, after the guests complained about the stink. I could go on, but it's pretty much the same story over and over. A motel staff that apparently can't smell, and dead bodies mostly found by German tourists. Huh. So, are there any chances that uh, you'll be sleeping over a dead body soon? Perhaps, but maybe not. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man stabbed brother during fight over who ate the last of the ribs. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An argument between brothers who had eaten the last of the ribs, turned violent, with one sibling stabbing the other in the stomach. Investigators allege that Cale Jim, 34, stabbed his 35-year-old brother Daniel during a dispute inside a room at the American Inn Hotel in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Officers responding to a 911 call found a bloody pocket knife outside the hotel room door. Inside, Daniel 
who was tending to an abdominal wound, told cops that he had been arguing with his younger brother over who had eaten the last of the ribs. When the beef turned physical, the victim, who was transported to a local hospital for treatment, told police that he did not want to press charges against his brother. The younger brother, Jim, however, was arrested on felony and misdemeanor assault charges. Jim is being held in the Pottawatomie County Jail in lieu of $20,000 bond. Jim faces a maximum of 12 years in prison if convicted of the knifing. The two brothers, who live in New Mexico, moved into the hotel a month ago when they began working at a nearby power plant. Man, those must have been really tasty ribs in order for that man to try to cut them out of his brother's stomach. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Coming soon to a capital near you. Night of the Living Brain Dead. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. But Michelle says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No. No. When they go low, we kick them. That's what, that's what this new Democratic Party is about. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. Do as they say, not as they do. Beware the angry mob, or else...